holy shit. Holy shit. Okay, I do not know what is going to come out of my mouth. And this is really an experiment. See, I was taught better. I was taught... See, and, uh, interesting right there. I was taught not to say words like shit or uh, a whole slew of other words, right? Because the way I was raised, you you really need to be... You really want to be a respectful... You want to have a clean mouth. You want to have a mouth that that God can speak, that, that God can be in your presence, that, that you can have the Spirit with you in your presence. And you want to, uh, you know, yeah, you want to you wanna be clean. You want to be a vessel that, that, um, that you can operate with the power of God through you. And when you're using disrespectful language, dirty language, foul language... Um, God can't speak to you, you know, you're, it's, it, it makes you unworthy to have the presence of that, he, he doesn't want to be around you when you're, when you're like that, and that's, I just want to share that that's, that's a perspective, and it's probably the right perspective, I don't know, really, who's to say, um, but it probably is, I mean, it certainly makes sense, and it sounds good, so I'm going to say that's probably the right perspective, but sometimes, me being me isn't really about being right. And sometimes you being you isn't about being right. And so I started off this podcast with that with that word to really take a stand that, uh, you know, that this, that's not really what this is about, being right. And uh, sometimes, I'll be honest, I actually feel the presence of God through me even when I use like really, really profane curse words because it's not about the actual words. I think that language is just something that is so made up. It's really more about where I'm coming from. And sometimes when I get really passionate about something, I want to be able to just express the thought without any fear or worry or having that inner critic inside my mind turn on, you know, and say, oh, well, you da, 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 da. Because that inner critic actually stops the presence of God flowing through me or creation or the universe flowing through me and uh, universal, you know, whatever you call it, flowing through me um, more. And so self-criticism, self-judgment, I'm just, um, I'm turning a, I'm turning the page. I guess I'm closing that chapter of my life more and more and, uh, and um, taking that stand for myself that I'm just going to go ahead and be who I want to be and say what I want to say and uh, and just give it a try. I mean, who knows? It, it could completely fall flat. I don't know. Um, but we're going to go with it for now. But let me tell you what. I've got some something to drop on you today. And it is this. Have you ever... I'll, I'll just tell you my story. I have... Uh, for, for a while, for years, I've struggled with my marketing message. This isn't necessarily for you marketers, but um, I've struggled with my marketing message because I've, I've, I, I know inside that I've got something really, really cool to give. Really awesome to give. But when a when camera turns on or a voice recorder turns on, I, I seize up. I, I hold back. I, I get nervous and scared. You know, and when I get nervous and scared, that greatness that I know I have that comes out with certain people very easily, it doesn't come out. 
it does not come out. And when it doesn't come out, I'm not being me. I'm not being the me that I really want to be. I'm being, I'm not being the real me. I'm being this other version of me that, that holds back, that's afraid, and that really you're getting like, you know, 20% of me. And then when that happens, the message gets all dissonant. It, it doesn't resonate. It doesn't come through clearly. The tempo, the vibrations off, the feelings off, and it's just like you're hearing it, but you're just like, eh. And get, look, I'm not gonna say that certain at certain times inside this podcast, I'll say things, and you'll just kind of be like, it sounds good, but eh. You know what I mean? And that's fine. Part of this is me being me for me, my own enjoyment, me working it out in my own mind. And if you can come along the journey and work things out in your mind along with me because they help you, fine, do it. You know, if not, then don't. I don't care. I'm not doing it for you. <laughs> I'm doing it for me. But if I, I, and I'm clear that if I do it for me fully, it'll actually have value for you. So it's like training wheels, I guess you could say. But when that, why does that message get unclear? Why? Why does that happen? Why does the message get unclear? Why do we stop ourselves? Why do we get scared? Why do we, I have a a theory and uh, I think you're going to find it quite unique. I think you're going to actually find it quite insightful and extremely empowering. And that's why I'm saying, oh shit, I'm just excited to tell it to you. Okay. Here, here it goes. Here it goes. It, you're going to hear me talk about about this this word, this idea a lot, and that's the idea of occurrence, or in other words, how a situation occurs to you. I didn't make this up. I got this from a freaking brilliant guy, Werner Earhart. I don't even know if he made it up, but he. I heard him say it. I, I really suggest you go through his courses and you go study his work, but I'll give you the long and short of it right now, the way that it makes sense to me and the way that I'm using it now, right now. You can even hear it in the tone of my voice, I'm sure. You'd be like, oh boy, Parker's on. I know, I know you're over there smiling, thinking, I can hear it, but he's happy. Wow, Parker's on. Okay, because, oh, I just wish I could just tell you the whole story, but I got to keep these episodes somewhat short because, uh, well, who knows? Maybe it won't be short. We'll see. But occurrence, the way something occurs to you. See, growing up, so 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 when I'm when I'm doing these marketing messages, when I'm doing these marketing messages, I would have this idea of this person who I'm talking to, and the person who I chose, this idea of who I'm talking to, I chose a person who actually, interestingly enough, intimidates me a little bit, <laughs> you know? And the reason I chose that person is why? Because I'm like, okay, my goal is to create clients and my the clients that I want are people who have lots and lots of money and who are really successful in the world of sales. Well, truth be told, I don't really see myself as someone who has lots and lots of money and I don't see myself as someone who's really successful in sales. Yeah, it's true. I had a breakout year, but that was years ago. That was years ago. I was a successful... Per- I, I, I think I, I told the story more that I'm this crazy successful person in sales. But to be honest, and, and I'm, I'm maybe more successful than others, but who cares? I don't really see myself like some crazy badass salesman. I really don't. I really don't. And here I am trying to 
craft a message and talk to these these guys that intimidate me a little bit. So how do they occur to me? They occur to me as intimidating. They occur to me as better than me. They occur to me as above me. And my performance, my ability to perform, correlates to, it, it, it correlates with, or it's in a dance with, it's correlated to, the way in which though that person or those people occur to me so how would you how would you interact with a how would you interact with a uh, a person that intimidates you you know you'd kind of hold back you'd be scared and then what i would do is judge myself for it like man what's wrong with me i can't figure out why i why i why i'm like that like you know and i would go down into this negative loop and i always had this negative this negative connotation to whenever it was like time to do a marketing video it didn't occur to me like dude this is going to be fun let's get on the freaking camera and roll let's go this is going to be awesome no it occurred to me like uh oh, am I gonna do it good enough? And so, what would I do? I wouldn't do it. I would start a podcast and then let two or three months go by and not do it. You know, and you know, I would put it off. I'd procrastinate it. I would start doing these videos, but I wouldn't be able to keep them up. Well, this is what dawned on me, and this is why this is going to be different, and this is why this is going to be fun. See, I met somebody, and I'm not. I'm gonna keep her identity completely confidential until further notice but this woman is so freaking amazing why is she amazing when i say she's amazing i what i mean is and this is what everybody means those of you who listen to me and say man he's amazing because that's what she says about me he's amazing you know what i whether i'm amazing or not has nothing to do with it when when they're saying he's amazing or when i'm saying she's amazing this is the truth what they're what the person's saying is i feel amazing about myself when i'm with that person see every single thing is a projection in a mirror that's why i keep saying how i love myself is how is the limit to how much i can love you how you love yourself is the limit you know how you see yourself the world is not we don't see the world as the world is. We see the world as we are. What a what a cool concept, but it's a little unclear, and I'm going to just bring more and more clarity to that. That's the essence. That's the crux of everything, because how can you create... Oh my gosh. How can you create this life, this dream life, being you, being paid more to be you? It's intentional creation of the way that something occurs to you. When you have this awareness, it's like this power. We don't see the world as we are, as the world is. We see the world as we are. We're constantly projecting and reflecting each other. And we think that we're interacting with this other person. And to a degree we are, but that's only half the story. I would say less than half the story. And so check this out. Check this out. All I'm doing now is I'm switching that. I finally got aware of that, and so I'm switching that. All I'm this this person that I'm saying is amazing. When I'm when I talk to her, there's just something about her. It doesn't intimidate me at all. It's something very human, very real, and she's constantly telling me, "Wow, you you said this thing. It was so brilliant. You said this thing. It was so smart." And so I notice that when I'm around her, I notice that this part of me that I really love, the real me, it comes out so much easier. 
she's amazing. And so I, I basically declared that she's family. I, I never had an older sister growing up. And so I declared she's my older sister. This is the older sister that I never had. I can't wait to reveal her, her identity to you because you're going to love her just as much as I do. Cause you're going to see, you're going to see how, how cool and how cool you can be around her, how easy it is to be you around her. And the, the thing is, if she was listening to this, if she was talking with me, she would say, that's exactly how I feel about you. Something about, sometimes you go through life and you meet certain people that you have that connection with. Well, guess what? I'm here to show you and to demonstrate that you can create that everywhere you go. See, when I'm, all I'm doing now in my, in my quote unquote marketing, whatever this podcast is, in this conversation, all I'm doing is imagining that I'm talking to her. The way she occurs to me is someone with whom it's easy to be me. So if I imagine I'm talking to her and I actually am talking to her, I'm not using her name, but I'm talking to her and the way it occurs to me, the way you occur to me, and there could be hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people listening to this, doesn't matter. I'm just imagining I'm talking to her, I'm interacting with her and that she's loving what I'm saying. That inner critic turns off, the real me comes out. You can hear it in my voice. I can feel it right now. Like I'm having a lot of fun right now saying this. I'm having just as much fun right now saying this as when I'm talking to her on the phone. I selected this ideal client because why? I wanted money. I wanted money. I was selecting someone who was out of my league because I thought, well, they have a lot of money, expendable income to give me $50,000 for coaching, and I want to be paid a lot of money for coaching, $50,000. And so in the marketing courses that I've taken, which I've spent so much money on over the years for this business, it's total bullshit, by the way. It's total, I'm calling total bullshit on so much of that. Like, and it's not anyone else's fault. It's my own. I was chasing money, so I selected a client that would just pay me the most money. But I wasn't real. I was losing touch with more and more losing touch with my actual purpose, my actual purpose, because I thought I needed money in order to feel this abundant feeling, in order to feel on. I wrote the book called On. It tells the story of my sales career and how I struggled and struggled, and then I had this year where I was on a whole lot more often, and I crushed it. And I felt like, well, dude, I've got to be that guy who's always on, but I'm not always on. So it was this disconnected, uh, inauthentic marketing message where I was trying to posture myself like I've got it all figured out to these guys that intimidated me so that I could hopefully get paid a lot of money. What a recipe for failure. What a recipe for frustration. What a recipe for depression. And that's exactly what it led me to. This confused, bogged down mind that's depressed because he's failing and he's, he's, oh man, I, I had enough success in it, enough little glimpses of success in it to actually, um, to, to see what was possible so I didn't want to give up on it and I kept investing more time into it more money into it more effort into it and I would just say you know what? it's hard it's supposed to be hard it's supposed to be hard so so let's go let's keep pushing push 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 meanwhile the message I'm sharing is the exact opposite 
<laughs> it's the message I'm sharing is that you can create a life and business that works effortlessly. How do you do that? How do you do that? Well, one big piece of how is you've got to have it occur for you as effortless and easy. You've got to be you got to be aware of where, what you're doing in your mind, how you're focusing on it, how you're thinking about it that is actually making it occur for you or show up for you as complicated and as intimidating and hard. If you let me see here, let's see. If, yeah, if you can be aware of that, you can change it. So if a call comes in on my phone, it'll do that, but I'll get right back into it. Um, you got to be aware of what you're creating in the with your focus that's making it occur for you like that because when you do that, it, it, it takes you out of the best you. It takes you out of that powerful, strong, clear, confident, charismatic, funny, cool, carefree, light, fun, effective, powerful self. And it puts you into this other version of you that is the opposite of that, which is off, turned off. You know, you're in your head and I am the absolute master of this. I'm the absolute master of this. Playing a game that intimidates you, talking to someone who intimidates you. Um, tomorrow I'm going to share with you the story of my piano and uh, my piano playing and how I shifted the way that it occurred for me and got really good really quick and how you can use that in any area of your life. But until then, have a great day. I will talk to you soon. Bye.